This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Hello, America, and welcome to Monday. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange has warned they have more material on the Clinton campaign just waiting to be released. We have also done our homework, and we have new audio from um, a guy named Dugan that most people have never heard. Uh, They've never heard of. He is one of Putin's advisors, spookiest guy alive today. Uh, He believes Hitler didn't go far far enough. He is supporting far-right regimes like Golden Dawn, like the neo-Nazis in Germany, uh, Le Pen in, um, in France. He is financially supporting them. They are also supporting behind the scenes. And what's really fascinating is we just found a speech this weekend that Dugan is giving all around the world that is talking about how the Russian government is going to try to influence elections around the world to be able to destabilize the world and throw us all into chaos. Um, Also, uh, we have Hillary Clinton saying she doesn't want to take away our guns. And Donald Trump says Putin's really not in Crimea. The world has gone insane. We begin there right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, program. So glad that you are here. It is Monday. Let's start with Hillary Clinton, who says, I'm definitely not trying to take away your guns. Listen to this. I think what the court said about there being an individual right is in line with constitutional thinking. And I said in the convention, I'm not looking to repeal the Second Amendment. I'm not (laughs) looking to take people's guns away. But I am looking for more support for the reasonable efforts that need to be undertaken to keep guns out of the wrong hands. And and the Second Amendment includes... Is there anybody... Do we not not all want to have reasonable people to have guns and... And make sure that crazy people can't buy guns. I mean, we're all for that, right? Yes. We have well, we, we have laws that could be enforced. We actually do and, we do, and maybe unconstitutionally so. Yes, because of what she's about to say here. Now, listen to this. He's saying, and the Second Amendment does give you the right to bear arms? includes an individual right to bear arms. Yes, but, but. but that right, like every other of our rights, our First Amendment rights, every right that we have is open to and even subject to reasonable regulation. Stop. Actually, no. For instance, the right 
to yell fire in a crowded movie house is the is the you know famed uh, exception to the freedom of speech. You can't yell fire and cause a panic in a crowd. Okay, but that that amendment says you have the right to freedom of speech. You have the right to freedom of assembly. You have a right to, uh, to worship. But we know on freedom of religion, if your religion is calling for killing people, you still can practice your religion. You just can't kill people, i.e., Louis Farrakhan. He is calling for an uprising and kill the white man. He is saying that. So his freedom of worship is not being dampened at all. Hmm, now wait a minute. So how do I justify the freedom of speech and I can't cry fire in a crowded movie theater, but Louis Farrakhan can call for people being killed and it's not a problem. That's hard to balance those two. But those two don't say something that the Second Amendment does, and that is this right shall not be infringed. Yeah, and that leaves a lot of wiggle, wor- r- <laughs> wiggle room, though, right? Right. This one, this Except is the... Except by reasonable efforts to infringe. Right. right. It doesn't say... It's the only right that we have in the Bill of Rights, the only one that says you can't do anything mm-hmm. to stop people from keeping and bearing arms. And the fact is, we already have. We already have. We've already exceeded that by a right. lot. Right. So... What more are we going to do? What more are we going to do? This shall not be infringed. What he should have asked was, what are the reasonable things? Let's pin you down to specifics. What are the reasonable things that you want? And, well, I want to keep it out of the hands of uh, mental patients. Well, we all do, and we have those laws. What exactly are you referring to? Give me your exact plan. Don't you think we should have an exact plan? Instead of hope and change, I hope for change. Can you lay out exactly what we're changing to? Tell us exactly what you're planning on doing. Fundamental transformation of America into what? Can you, progressives, can you help me out? You're progressing toward what? And isn't that the easiest of questions? Easy. Isn't that... Easy. Isn't that something that would naturally occur yep. to a person who is hearing this kind of rhetoric yes. from, from a, the potential president of the United States? Yes. All right, so you want these reasonable restrictions done, and you, and you, keep, uh, you keep disparaging the other side of this because they don't want anything reasonable done. Tell me what's reasonable. Yes. How are you going to infringe this right when it says, shall not be infringed? Right. I think Tell it is. Tell me with that. I think it is. But I, Chris I, didn't go there. Now, you also none know of them at, go there. But they you, never do that. Right. But you also know, as being in this business for a long time, you also know this is the first time Hillary Clinton's been on the Fox network. Oh, I, that's what I was forever, thinking. Forever, right? I, I mean, remember the last time she was No, I, I mean, they're the big bad wolf. Yeah. Again, notice the outreach to the right. Yeah. Everyone yeah. In, on, in the Democrats are reaching out to the right. So... She goes on to Fox News. Chris Wallace knows I've only got 25 minutes with her, how long he has. One shot at this. And I got one shot. I'm going to get the runaround on this question, this question, this question. I'm not going to waste time on it. I mean, I've got too many things. This may be the last time we talk to her ever. So what do I ask? Probably will be. Yes. Um, Okay. So 
Hillary Clinton, give us the reasonable things that you want to do. And then we can have a talk about that. Let's stop with the rhetoric. Let's actually get down to it. The next thing is, have you read the stories about Jill Stein? Jill Stein is the Green Party person. And Jeffy, who's she thinking about running with for uh, vice president? Another woman. It's a, uh, Nina Turner, the former Ohio State senator. He's a very uh, pro-Sanders. Yeah, she'd okay. endorse him and everything. So here's Essentially the communist ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, we played, we played a few clips of Jill Stein on Pat and Stu. She's very well-spoken. Yeah. She's a much better candidate, in my view, than and pretty Hillary much Clinton any is. of them. Uh, yeah. I mean, really, she's well, the she best is, spoken out of They're all saying four. now that she is, she's coming on strong, and she's taking major votes away from Hillary Clinton. Well, I think we should have her on. I think we should talk to celebrate her. celebrate her candidacy. Yeah, let's if celebrate you like that candidacy. Sanders, you're going to love her. You're going to love her because they're very like-minded. They're very... Socialist Marxist uh, people uh, and pretty open about it. So I, I would think if you're a Sanders fan, that's the natural place you would end up. Well, the Democrats have got to be going crazy with that. Yeah. They've got to be going crazy with that because she's starting to hurt Hillary Clinton hard. And it's why I think Hillary Good. Clinton, I think it's why Hillary Clinton and the Democrats felt it more reasonable. To, which is bizarre because if you listen to their words, it was all Marxist. Everything, everything that was said from the stage when they talked about politics, it was all Marxist yeah. stuff. All of it. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, so I don't know, I don't know how they're going to get people from the middle, but I think they're just planning on a lot of people from the middle who aren't really paying attention. Will just go over to Hillary Clinton because she's a known known, uh, and. And so they just think that, oh, well, it's just going to be, she's not crazy. She's not going to. And that's why they included some of the patriotic stuff that applies, yes. that appeals to the two us, to the Tea Party people. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Which they never do. Never. Never. Uh, the it's, Democrats it tell never you chant something. USA right. at their conventions. But here's what's interesting. You have the, you have, uh, by the way, did you see the one guy who tried that? Did we talk about that? <laughs> yes. One guy who tried that and was actually booed. Yeah. He was booed. I was surprised he wasn't beaten. Yeah. That was, that he was tried. USA. You. <laughs> you uh, one guy in the what? crowd. <laughs> USA. U- USA. Okay. U-N. 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 I like the beginning of it with U-S. Yeah. I just thought yes. it was going to end in S-R. <laughs> um, so, uh, so you look at what you look at what Hillary Clinton's doing. And Hillary is leaning to the right, not necessarily in her policies, but in her presentation. Everything is going to the right. If you look at Jill Stein, she is the Bernie Sanders Marxist that they've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. So those people are going to go there. The libertarians are also shooting for the Bernie Sanders people. And so is Donald Trump. The Bernie Sanders people have three, four people they can choose from. Four the constitutionalist has no one. That is bizarre. Never seen anything like this in my lifetime. They have nobody. Now, something else that was in the news is um, Donald Trump on Crimea. Now, this is something that we covered last week, and we didn't really get into it um, on the radio very much because, um, because of the convention. We didn't think anybody was really going to pay attention 
But WikiLeaks has come out and they say they have more material coming out on the Clinton campaign. I laid this out for you, and I'm going to lay it out again in the next couple of days, but I laid this out for you, that Julian Assange and WikiLeaks is protected by the FSB, the former KGB. He has a FSB protection detail in London, keeping him safe in the embassy where he is hiding. He is also the guy who called um, Snowden and said, you have to go to Moscow. They'll give you a KGB detail to protect you. So that's why he went to Moscow. Julian Assange also worked for RT, Russia Today, which is run by the state, FSB, the former KGB, and Russia Today, both answered directly to uh, Vladimir Putin, okay? So all of this is happening through Putin. It's very clear. We found a speech from Alexander Dugan, who is the guy who in 99 said, we know because we have assets on the ground that are going to help this along in America, but the West, and particularly America, is going to fall apart. Now, he said that it would happen by 2010, I believe, um, because... They, was, he, he, they could see the writing on the wall about our economy. They didn't figure that the Fed would just pump money into it and we'd bail everything out. And so he said we would split into five different factions in America. The Pacific Northwest and part of California, uh, a Mexico. I believe Texas may have been just Texas. Uh, then the West Coast and the center of the country. And... Um, He said, we know this is going to happen because we have people on the ground doing it. Now he is on, he has also financed the Golden Dawn Party, the Nazi party in Greece. He has financed, through the Russian government, financed the neo-Nazi party in Germany, the far-right party in Spain, the, uh, the Le Pen party in France, and they had their fingers in the Brexit in the UK. Other than that, he hasn't done much. He hasn't done much. I told you eight months to a year ago, churches be aware. I gave you the name of his, of his front organization that was pouring money into U.S. churches for pro-marriage stance. He was trying to ratchet up the, um, the pro-marriage, but his pro-marriage is more anti-gay. You know what Russia is like for homosexuals. So he was ratcheting up the anti-gay, but most churches that took the money didn't know where it was coming from because it was really well packaged. And I warned you that Dugin and Putin are in our country trying to affect our churches right now. They are in this campaign. And we have a new speech from Dugin uh, where he is talking about how he is going to get into... Uh, the and influence elections all across the world, and America is a target. That's what's happening here. And you need to understand, especially when you have somebody on the right who is uh, talking about uh, that Putin isn't in Crimea when he is, um, yeah, that we're going to be fine with Russia, and that he's going to be strong with Russia, Yet his people are doing the exact opposite to the Republican planks. 
and he has spoken admirably about and admiringly about Vladimir Putin. We'll give you the facts, not about politics, but the facts about what's going on in Russia that you need to understand. This guy is scary. He thinks that Hitler didn't go far enough. He said, once the world goes in chaos, Russia will be poised to strike and to, um, and to bring fascist rulers into the Western world that Meaning will work with Russia. Alexander Dugan wants that. Alexander Dugan wants right. that. Okay, now this. You buy new furniture, you can get new rugs or carpet, but the simplest and cheapest way to give your room uh, or your whole house a makeover is by getting new custom blinds from Blinds.com. At Blinds.com, they're going to walk you through the measuring and installation every step of the way. A design consultation worth $200 is free. I had that. Did you have that in your house, Pat? Or Stu? I'm sorry, what you saying? Did you have the design consultation from Blinds.com? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that was the... Did you know you were going to get the shutters? No. We actually went in with a completely different uh, idea. And they said, first of all, um, they, can, they t- said you should consider the shutters. And we went through the websites and actually picked out this one, which was like the most expensive one. And they said, you know what? This one actually over here is going to be just as nice and it's cheaper. They actually talked us into a cheaper option, which I thought was pretty amazing. Yeah. Blinds.com, these people really know how to run their business. They're really, I mean, they have, they're people that I've been watching for the last couple of years going, geez, I need to run my business more like these guys. They really do it right. We've used Blinds.com. Stu has used them. They're really tremendous. And now through tomorrow, August 2nd, you will save 20% off your entire order when you use the promo code BECK at Blinds.com. But you have to order today. It's through tomorrow, so today or tomorrow. So go on the website today and look at it. Call them and um, see if they can help you and put your order in. It's blinds.com, promo code Beck, free samples, free shipping, free expert advice, and save 20% through tomorrow at blinds.com, promo code Beck. It's blinds.com. The Glenn Beck Program. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. In his new book, Liars, Glenn Beck takes on some of the most pervasive lies and destroys the false promises of progressivism by taking you through its history. Get the truth in Liars, the new book by Glenn Beck. Available tomorrow. Pre-order now at glennbeck.com slash liars. If you want to um, break the back of the progressive movement and if you want to stop Hillary Clinton, you need to know um, exactly what they're doing. I was talking to a morning show host today in Florida, Trey, and he was, we were talking about uh, the new book that comes out tomorrow, Liars. And um, it is really important that you see the way they're using fear and the way they're marketing it 
you're if you're watching Hillary Clinton and you watch the um, the convention last week, is it the most remarkable, diametrically opposed uh, to itself convention or or presentation you guys have ever seen? I've never seen anything like it. What they were saying was, we're for Marxism. But the way they packaged it was, we're the constitutional conservatives. We're the ones who want the traditional America. We're the one. It was crazy. And the book, Liars, explains what they're doing and how they're doing it and the solution to it. Once you can recognize it, once you see what it really is, and once you, your family, your, your sons and daughters that are in high school or college, they must study this. The, the, the book is really well footnoted. Uh, it has all of the sources, original sources in it, so you can, you'll know exactly where it's co- coming from. But they, they need to understand the stories that have been buried that show who progressives really are. Because when you see these stories from the past, you will recognize, oh my gosh, they are the same exact people. You want to stop Hillary Clinton? Order your copy now of Liars, How the Progressives Exploit Our Fears for Power and Control. Available in bookstores everywhere tomorrow. Available online right now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Glenn Beck program. Yeah, yeah, something. Hello, welcome to the uh, program. I, I, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed um, by um, a few things, and uh, and I'm not very easily embarrassed. I'm an oversharer. But I'm embarrassed by a couple of things, and I just want to touch base on something. Um, for the last, um, for the last, you know, couple of years, but especially since the Donald Trump thing, um, because people are spreading lies um, about the Blaze and and me, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I have talked about being sick and and that my company. Um, uh, has had some really hard times, uh, and I've done that, so you always hear it from me first, uh, as much as I could possibly tell you. Um, Friday, uh, there was a lawsuit that was filed um, in Dallas between MRA, that's my my personal company that runs the radio division and the book division, uh, Mercury Radio Arts, and the former president and I am, I am saddened. Tanya and I are both really saddened by this. And 
saddened that it, um, it has come to this. There are articles that have come out today on apparently lawsuit websites. I'm not going to give them publicity. Um, um, and you'll see more articles, uh, I would assume, over the next few days. It's an ongoing le- legal matter, and you're not going to hear me talking about much of it. Um, but um, it, we have published a statement, and I don't know if we're putting the link up or not. I guess you should see it. I guess it's at lawnews.com, or you can go to see our statement and that news uh, at glenbeck.com. Let's be done with it. Now, let's talk about um, Dugan. Um, this is really important. Um, Jason Batrill is a guy who has worked with me. How many years have we worked together, Jason? Five. Five years. Um, and Jason is former military intel and um, uh, has, been, has been there at some critical interrogations and things <laughs> that you might have read about. Um, but uh, he has uh, seen it all, and we have had a long relationship of trying to put things together. Jason was instrumental in, um, in, in forming the theory that we came up with on Benghazi, Remember, within, what, two days, we had our theory that they were running guns through the, um, the safe house in Benghazi. They were going through Turkey on a ship, and they were going down to these new people that we thought would be worse than al-Qaeda, and they have turned into ISIS. That's what we said two days after Benghazi, and that all has turned out to be exactly right. That was uh, something that uh, Jason was very instrumental in piecing together with me. So... Jason and I have been very concerned about a guy named uh, Alexander Dugan. Dugan and what is happening right now with the DNC emails, WikiLeaks has just come out and said that there are more emails that are coming. Let's start with Dugan. He has, he's calling for people who are far worse than Hitler, in his own words, correct? Yeah. To rise up all around the world. He, through Putin and the Russian government, excuse me, are funding these far, far right fascist radicals all around the world. And we don't believe that Donald Trump is involved in this at all. We don't think that he even knows who Dugan is. Um, I I don't think even Hillary Clinton knows who Dugan is. I don't think some of our own people know who Dugan is, and they should. But he's a close advisor to Putin and is is pushing for the reunification of Russia, and he pushed Putin into Crimea and everything else. Tell me what he's just said in a speech that gives you some real firm belief that this is through Dugan, what's, what's coming from WikiLeaks, and how they're in, trying to influence our election and trying to get Donald Trump elected. Do you want to read the entire quote or the entire... Yeah, not the whole speech, but the whole, that pertinent... Yeah. Yeah, go so ahead. The, the crazy apocalyptic quote yeah. first? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, and so this is, this is Dugan speaking. He's, giving, he's been given a keynote speech. He's been traveling the world, um, basically laying his theory, which is called the fourth political, uh, fourth political theory, the fourth turning. Okay. And he is, he is a guy who believes that... Cha- he sounds like one of the mullahs in Iran it, it, because yeah. he believes chaos has to come... And out of chaos will come the strong men. So he is pushing for violence in the streets. Now listen to this. When, while I read this, just, just think to yourself, this is the man that's informing Putin on his foreign policy now. Just, okay. just think about that. 
As this gathering begins, we must be thinking about the future and the questions that face a revolutionary struggle in the very lair of the Antichrist. We are looking not for easy answers, but hard questions. It is not enough to hopefully expect the apocalypse. It is not enough to convince ourselves that the enemy will just collapse. We must prepare ourselves with a serious study of the eternal tradition of revolution, and we must kindle the burning fire of passion and will that is the very life force of her eternal return. We must prepare her way. We must prepare ourselves as her secret army. Now, he then goes on and he quotes who we've now outed as and how the media is finally starting to come to grips with Julian Assange. Kind of, kind of. They are not tying this together because I think the media is trying to carry the water for Hillary Clinton, and they're not really, they're not really curious enough to actually do their homework. They're just trying to make sure that everyone knows that it's somehow or another Russia doing this. Because they're saying, because they're angry, Putin is angry at her for saying that he had a rigged election the last time he ran for president. That has nothing to do with it. This is what he is doing. They, are, they want to control the world. Putin sees himself and Russia, a reunified Russia, uh, an, an empire of Russia, as the leader of the world. And they are planting chaos to be able to have like-minded oligarchs and fascists all over the world. So this is Dugan. He finishes off by quoting Julian Assange. She says, to radically shift regime behavior, we must think clearly and boldly. For if we have learned anything, it is that regimes do not want to be changed. We must think beyond those who have gone before us and discover technological changes that embolden us with ways to act in which our forebears could not. Um, to understand Dugan, we really have to figure out what the, for, what the geopolitics and foreign policy is behind the, the, the behavior we're now seeing from the Russians. Now, this goes back, I'll go even back as far as the first Clinton. Now, the, their animosity with the Clintons goes way back. But this starts right during the Kosovo era. And we completely just said, look, Russia was in tatters. Um, they had just, you know, survived a civil war. They were trying to rebuild we completely turned our back on them and said, look, we don't need you. We don't care if you're worried about Serbia. And we don't care if you, if you care that Kosovo is now splitting apart. We don't care. We're doing this all on our own. That severely pissed off Putin and the Russians. Now, fast forward to 2002. We completely abandoned the 1972 Anti-Ballistic Missile um, Defense Treaty. We just we opted out of it. We started working on um, ballistic missile defense. At that point, the Russians said, Okay, enough is enough. We, we long for the days of the Cold War. That was the day when we had, there was a strategic, you know, balance of power throughout Europe and the rest of the world. We were at peace because there was a balance of power. We were willing to play your game. It was a grand game, but we all felt safer during that time. Well, now once we started, you know, disrupting uh, mutually assured destruction and their strategic nuclear weapons, they said, okay, we have to figure something else out. Um, we continued to work on it. We said, forget it, do what you want to do. They said they were going to continue to work on their own types of weapons if we continued with it. We said, screw it, you know, you guys do what you want to do. So we continued. In 2007, this was getting close to being put online, the ballistic missile defense. Putin went to Munich in a security conference and he said, um, look, we have our own weapon. If you put this online, which was scheduled to go online around 2015, it actually went online, I think, last month or two months ago. 
But if you continue to do this, we are going to strike back with our weapon. Now, the media was like, oh, whoa, they're saying they have some crazy new technological nuclear weapon that's going to get they, through. They, we were thinking some sort of this might be a Star Wars kind of weapon. Exactly. Right. But he said asymmetrical weapons. That's what he said. This is the time entered Dugan. Alexander Dugan came in and was like, look, I've got some things going on here. This is a, you know, alleged conversation, obviously. But he's like, I got some other things going on. Um, we obviously can't keep up with the technological and economic might of the United States. We tried that in the Cold War. Didn't work for us. We have to try something different. So what they decided to do was Dugan's theory of revolution, of creating revolution and thinking of asymmetrical ways to go into places and disrupt. He said, go into Georgia, take two, um, uh, two breakaway regions, South Ossetia and Abkhazia. Putin did it, did exactly what Dugan told him to do. Then he set his sights on Ukraine. He set his sights on Crimea, said go and take Crimea. He did it. Then he said, we have to go in and do something about these far right and even far left groups within Europe and upend the European Union and then move on to NATO. They did it. As of last year, I, I can't, we, we've lost count. We've got a chart of these. We've lost count of all the millions and millions of dollars that have gone to all these different far right movements within Europe. Now they're doing it, the same thing within the United States. These asymmetrical weapons, WikiLeaks, Julian Assange, Snowden, all of this stuff started happening right before we put off or we brought online our anti-ballistic missile shield. This is a specific counter to that. Now, you won't find Trump doesn't know this. He, he has no idea about this. stuff. Listen to what he said. Listen to what he said over the weekend. Here's Donald Trump over the weekend with George Stephanopoulos on Putin. You soften the GOP platform on Ukraine. Uh, I wasn't involved in that. Honestly, Your I was not involved. Are. Yeah, I was not involved in that. I'd like to, uh, uh, I'd have to take a look at it, but I was not involved. Do you know in what that. they did? They softened it, I heard, but I was not involved. They took away the part of the platform calling for provision of lethal weapons to Ukraine to defend themselves. Why is that a good idea? I, it's, look, you know, I have my own ideas. He's not going into Ukraine, okay, just so you understand. He's not going to go into Ukraine. He's already there. Right, you can mark it down, you can put it down, you can take it anywhere well, you want. he's already there, isn't he? Okay, well, he's there in a certain way, but I'm not there. You have Obama <laughs> there. there and frankly, way. that whole part of the world is a mess under Obama with all the strength that you're talking about and all of the power of NATO and all of this. In the meantime, he's going away. He take, takes Crimea. He's sort of, I mean... But you said you might recognize that. I'm going to take a look at it. But, you know, the people of Crimea, from what I've heard, would rather be with Russia than where they were. And you have to look the at people, that also. Okay, stop for now, that was the people of Ukraine rose up in revolution and kicked their president out because he was buddy-buddy with Russia. These are pro-Russian people that are being brought in um, to, to uh, and have been brought in during the Cold War to populate these countries with former Russians. So it's a very complex thing. And you're talking to either former Russians or Russian operatives in the Ukraine that do that. The people of the Ukraine, the actual Ukrainians are standing up against this. But it is important that you understand that this is what Trump just said about NATO is exactly what Putin wants. He wants a weakening of the European Union. He wants a weakening of NATO. He wants a guy who is stirring things up, causing problems, causing conflict. Dugan is looking for people all over the world that are causing Hatred, division, and revolution to fester. 
and grow. It is critical that you understand that. Otherwise, you're going to be played. You're going to be played, and we will. Any doubt in your mind that we are headed for World War III? Uh, no. I mean, really, it's a given. Borders are going to be redrawn, and the evil of the 1930s is returning to the world quickly. Thanks for stopping, Jason. It was nice talking to you. <laughs> now this. When your car is locked and somebody tries to break in, your alarm starts blaring. blaring. But what about your home? Keep your family safe. Keep your family safe. Home security. The nice thing about your home security alarm going off, unlike your car, that everybody, we used to, I remember when car alarms first happened, you'd look out and you'd look and you go like, somebody's breaking in that car. Now you're like, I don't know, some car going off. Nobody ever looks at a car alarm. House alarms, they're different. Now, Simply Safe will save you money. Monitoring is $14.99 a month. So if somebody opens up a window, somebody opens a door, there's a motion detector going on, somebody breaks glass, it's going to pick it up and it's going to send for the police. And that's only $14.99 a month. And there's no contract. So you can cancel at any time. You just want it for the month that you're gone for vacation. You know, for that one week while you're on vacation, just say, I want it in July, and that's it. And it's, you control it entirely, and you own the system. For the protection that we trust in the Beck family, go to simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. Get an exclusive 10% discount right now at simplysafebeck.com. Simplysafebeck.com. <laughs> Why military and law enforcement should never, ever vote for Hillary Clinton. Did you see that? I mean, you want to talk about the, 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 uh, the reason why the Vladimir Putin strategy will work is because it's true. Have you seen the latest that one in 10 DNC superdelegates are lobbyists? So the people that Bernie Sanders could not beat, one out of every 10 was a lobbyist. So that was the lobbyist for Planned Parenthood or the lobbyist for Code Pink or... That's crazy. But that is the corruption of the DNC. And that's why WikiLeaks is going to make a dent and... You know, good news for Donald Trump. It's why Jill Stein might also make a dent. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.
No, I sent it to Mike. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So glad that you are here. Thank goodness the DNC is over, um, but we still have to share what the communist had to say outside of the convention. I mean, there were communists inside, but the communists outside the convention as well that were really quite uh, frightening. Um, we will we'll go there. Also, we want to tell you about uh, the latest on the Muslim gold star family that was at the convention that pulled out the Constitution. We begin there right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about what's happening. Do we have any audio on that family, um, the, uh, the family of the fallen soldier that is Muslim that spoke at the convention last week and pulled out the convention, uh, pulled out the Constitution and said, Mr. Trump, have you ever read the Constitution? Yeah. Yeah, we have that moment, actually. Okay, here's that moment. Hillary Clinton was right when she called my son the best of America. If, if it was up to Donald Trump, he never would have been in America. Donald Trump consistently smears the character of Muslims. He disrespects other minorities, women, judges, even his own party leadership. He vows to build walls and ban us from this country. Donald Trump, you're asking Americans to trust you with their future. Let me ask you, have you even read the United States Constitution? Now that's the first time at this DNC convention the Constitution was mentioned and, of course, cheered for. Um, it's, it's selective love of the Constitution that progressives have when they can use it to their advantage. However, it was a very powerful moment. And I'm not sure how this is playing with the American people. I know this is playing, I know how it's playing with the press. Uh, and I know that Donald Trump just said something stupid that just, I mean... He needs to stop this. He needs to stop. Just this weekend, he made fun of the fire marshal uh, in Colorado Springs because he wouldn't uh, let more people into the rally. And, he, and then Donald Trump took the stage and said, we have plenty of space here. We have thousands of people trying to get in. We have a fire marshal who said, oh, we can't allow more people. Uh, it's unfair. Well, maybe he's a Hillary person. Could that possibly be? Yeah, probably. I think there's too many of them. Uh, or maybe our fire marshal uh, was just doing his job. Now, he's probably a Democrat. Uh, he's probably a guy that doesn't get it. 
uh, it's the kind of thing that we have in government, especially federal government, and you wonder why we're going to hell. That's why we're going to hell. Well, unfortunately for him, um, what Donald Trump didn't know is this fire marshal is is actually very um, popular in Colorado Springs. Um, he was the he just won Civilian of the Year for his work in uh, the uh, the massacre of the Planned Parenthood uh, in Colorado Springs. He was on the front line of that, and he held the community together. And so, so Donald Trump walks in, makes fun of the fire marshal because he doesn't know. Donald, please stop. You want to win? Stop making fun of people. Yeah, a lot of people are complaining about how um, the uh, there was a Benghazi mom at the RNC convention. Yes, and she was treated poorly by the media. Um, criticized for the, what she said. She stood up and said, Hillary's bad and uh, you should vote for Donald Trump. And she was criticized by the media. The exact opposite happens when a, uh, the, the, um, the family of a fallen right. soldier had Correct. happened at the, at the DNC. And, and that's completely, you know, people will complain about that and it's understandable. But, you know, everybody can go out and complain about something that's gone wrong, right? The, the issue is how you handle it and how you move on in the for- yes. forward. Trump spent all weekend bitching about, uh, you know, the, the, the treatment of the media and, and this guy. And now it's turned into how long of a story, how much time has been wasted now well, let me after get... this, trying to put together this thing that they believe they were wrong for before. Okay, so let me give you, let me give you two other things. Um, he also, this weekend, um, uh, talked about General John Allen. This is a four-star general. Uh, he spoke at the convention and he takes on John Allen. And he said, uh, they had a general named John Allen. I've never met him. He gets up uh, and started talking about Trump, Trump, Trump. Well, you know who he is? He's a failed general. Okay. He's another failed. Uh, he was a general fighting ISIS. I would say he hadn't done so well, right? Right? <sighs> He's a popular general. He's, he is um, uh, the leader of the Marines before he retired. So he's a Marine uh, leader. And just stop making fun of people and calling them failures. Then the Gold Star family. Now, I have to tell you, I don't know this family. And I know that there are good Muslims and bad Muslims. I shouldn't say that. There are good Muslims, and then there are Islamists. I don't know who the Islamists are. Uh, Islamists are allowed to lie. Their system of uh, theology allows them to lie to further the Islamist goal of an Islamic state all across the, uh, the world. They're the ISIS kind of people. They're not trustworthy. So I don't know if this guy is an Islamist or a Muslim. Donald Trump is not the problem. Donald Trump is a symptom. The problem is, the problem was created by Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Every time there was an Islamist that did something, everyone said, there's no no connection to Islam here. There's none. We We don't know. We'll never know what he meant by screaming Allah Akbar. Well, what? And everyone knows, especially Muslims, not Islamists, but Muslims, know that there is a problem in the heart of Islam. 
and it is a split between the person that wants to live a life and respects the Constitution and looks at the five pillars and says, this makes my life better, and those who are an Islamist who say, we need Sharia law, and Sharia law allows me to have sex with slaves, keep slaves, sell slaves, beat my wife, perform honor killings. Those are the problem people. That's not all Muslims. So Donald Trump comes out and just a stupid, stupid move comes out and says, you know, well, why didn't his wife speak? Probably because she wasn't allowed to speak. Okay. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? If you're trying to win, why would you say that? He said it. The wife comes out and says, the reason why I didn't speak. Now, if that were true, that she couldn't speak, she wouldn't be speaking to the media. The reason why I didn't speak is my son's picture was up, and I can't even look at my son's picture without crying. My husband knew that he could hold it together. I wouldn't have been able to hold it together. That's why I didn't speak. Now, just on PR, who wins? It isn't Donald Trump. And then you look at this, what Stu just said. How long is this going to go on? Now, of course, what did everybody do? They ran to the Republicans. Paul Ryan, do you stand behind this? Mitch McConnell, do you stand behind this? Of course, they said, no, I distance myself from that comment But the press is reporting, but the Republicans are still embracing Donald Trump. So we're at the beginning now of the end of the Republican Party, because if Donald Trump, if they are are going to paint Donald Trump as a racist, Islamophobe, whatever, they're going, he is going to be the face of the conservative movement, the Republican movement. He's that guy. He's that guy. And now anybody who has signed up for him is always going to be remembered because they said in the article that I just read, they won't distance, they still won't distance themselves from him. What will it take to finally distance themselves from it? Now, Mitch McConnell, I can't believe I'm saying this, said the best thing uh, that I've heard Mitch McConnell ever say. I've been, I, sometimes I hear him say, I quit and I'm leaving politics forever, but that's just a dream. What he said was, I would suggest to our party's nominee that he stops, take, listen to this, that he stops disparaging old political foes and stops disparaging people and just start to concentrate and stay on message on what his plan is to make America great. He needs, this is what the media has been saying for months. He has got to pivot, but I don't think he's capable of pivoting. And he's now in a completely different realm. Do you see that there is a call now for, on the right, on the, sorry, on the left, in the media, that they're saying if he doesn't release his tax returns because of what's happening with Russia, if he doesn't release his tax returns, we should not grant him any more airtime. 
Well, he can't raise any money. If they don't grant him airtime, what happens? There was also a story out today that says that he is thinking about, it looks like he, his people are setting up a, a way for him to bow out of some of the debates. He can't bow out of some of the debates. He, he's, he can't do that. Because they're up against the NFL? Is that what you're yeah. thinking? Yes. That's what, what they're setting up? Yes. And it's, it's like... I mean, it is a good point. They should probably change the day. Yes. Why, why would you do Sunday and, yes. and Thursday night debates? It's stupid. I mean, it has nothing to do with Trump. It has nothing to do with Trump, though. It's been, it was set 18 months ago. I mean, they, right. they did it before they knew even who the candidates were. They were set. These dates have been set yeah, for a long time. That's stupid. It's stupid to set it up against the NFL. Yes, Why would you do that? Because if you're setting up the debate and you want very low loader, uh, yes. viewership. Well, that's Hillary their Clinton. theory. But, but, I mean, Clinton wasn't even the candidate when these dates were. I mean, she probably was going to win. But they, yeah. they didn't know who she was running against. They could have been some, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a good argument, I think, to be made that Clinton is going to want to see. The, you know, Clinton camp is going to want these debates to be seen. I mean, I don't Oh, I. It's a good argument to be made for it. I mean, she might lose, but she might win. I mean, I, I mean, she, they just went set. They just Who went wins set. in a debate between those two? Because she was the only one at the convention who just couldn't connect the heart. Yeah, I, she was I the only one. No, I, I think Trump might beat her in debates. Maybe. I mean, it's possible, I but I don't think it's a, a foregone conclusion. I mean, they no, just I don't went, think it is either. They just did a you know week. They didn't do a debate, obviously, but they had their sides pre- presented by conventions, and it looks like now Clinton's got a bigger bounce than than Trump did. Out of, out of the conventions, she's back on top. The latest poll has her up seven points. Oh, my gosh. Up really? seven? Yeah, 46-39. So, I mean, I, 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 oh. I, I, she's already reclaimed the lead. Wow. We talked about this before. Like, what, what are the traditional bumps? She's, without, without even all the new polls in, she's already received the entire uh, rebound bounce that was expected out of the conventions, and she's now up. Uh, and then some. Yeah. Right? And then, well, that's just one poll. The average yeah. polls still have some of the old uh, Trump polls from the convention when he was still winning. We'll know by the end of this week what the actual bounce was. And bounces are supposed to go away in a month. So this does not mean this is over or anything like that. But, I mean, it, it, the, the two messages were presented, and as you pointed out, Glenn, presented well uh, by Democrats. I mean, their, their message no, no, no. is easy. You know. No, their, their advertising was their done advertising very well. Very well but she's their, their, pack, their packaging is great. You open up the box, and it's rotten Marxist flakes. Right. But she's not necessarily good at presenting it where, yeah. you know, so I don't know what happens in the debates, but the idea that they scheduled them against the NFL to punish Trump when no one thought no, he'd be no, the nominee is no. completely They didn't ridiculous. do that. I don't think they did it to punish Trump, but I do think that they did to try to help hide Hillary. I mean, that's what the Democrats did the whole time. That's what they did in the other debates. It's like, you know, the only thing they it's didn't do is put it at 3 o'clock in the morning. The Democrats probably did do that uh, yeah. intentionally. But this is a separate convention. It was done before the candidates. They met, they met for the first time like 18 months ago. The final decision, I think, was done, you know, mid last year, I think, if I remember correctly. But, I mean, these dates have been, I mean, you know, Keith, who runs our phones, gives us, constantly is giving us dates for our schedule as we look forward to, as we try to plan. And gave us the dates months and months and months ago. Before we had any idea, it could have been Ted Cruz. could have been... It could have been, you know, I mean, I think they would have looked at it and said, if it's Donald Trump, I mean, you know, that's the one we want to face. That's what they've been saying the whole time. Whether they're right or not is a whole other situation. Real quick, we have to go over an article from the Huffington Post. Those people, those Republicans who are standing against Donald Trump, who do you think should be the number one face on that? 
Really? Ted Cruz, right? Yes. Republicans who are oh, standing yeah. against Donald Trump. Yeah. Ted Cruz. A list of 13 of them. He didn't even make the cut. Jeez. I mean, you, you want to talk about... Unbelievable. You want to talk about a crazy media. He didn't even make the cut. Shush. Back in a second... Let's talk about fear for a second. Every one of us experiences fear from time to time. Um, You know, uh, fear is a great motivator, and it's what we talk about in my my new book. But I don't want you to buy something out of fear. That is, that's a ridiculous thing. What you do is you understand the fear. You use your brain to see if that fear is real. And if it is, then you find the way to avoid that fear. And the best way to avoid the fear of a panic of something going wrong, snowstorm. You're not afraid of a snowstorm. Do you have food for a snowstorm, ice storm? Do you have food for flooding or or a a hurricane? How about a a major power outage? How about losing your job for six or eight months? Patriot Supply, my Patriot Supply, has the food you need to take care of your family no matter what happens. And believe me, there's no fear involved. You call now, you mention my name, and they'll send you a four-week food supply for $99. That's over 50% off the regular price. The food lasts up to 25 years, and you can store it in your home. Four weeks of food for only $99. That's 50% off the regular price. It makes sense to prepare and save money at the same time. Call them now at 800-200-7163. 800-200-7163. Limit two per caller. They're $99 each. It's a four-week food supply. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a whole month for one person, 99 bucks. You save $108. Call 1-800-200-7163 or go to preparewithglenn.com. Starting tomorrow, our Serial on Progressive Liars continues. This week, you'll learn about the key players in the failed temperance movement, prohibition, and the man who redefined the label progressive forever, FDR. Listen live at 10 a.m. Eastern or online at glenbeck.com slash serials. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. So Pope Francis says it is wrong to identify Islam with terror. Uh, he was on his uh, Pope plane coming back from Poland. He said it's not right to identify Islam with terrorism. It's not right, and it isn't true. Every religion has them. Uh, I don't like talking about Islamic violence because every day when I look at the paper, I see violence here in Italy, someone killing his girlfriend, someone killing his mother-in-law, and those are baptized Catholics. If I speak of Islamic violence, I have to speak of Catholic violence. Not all Muslims are violent. Are Italian Catholics killing their wives in the name of uh, Christianity? I didn't realize that. That's an interesting... He said, I know it's dangerous to say this, but terrorism grows, and there is no other option when money uh, is made, and it, instead of the person, is put in the center of the world world economy. He is now blaming capitalism. That is the first form of terrorism... It is the basic terrorism against all humanity, and let's talk about that. Um, These are proof that the world is at war, but it is not caused by religion. 
I ask myself how many young people that we have in Europe have been left devoid of ideals who do not have work. Um, The economic opportunities for young people in Europe is to blame for terrorism. They turn to drugs and alcohol or enlist in ISIS. That's Pope Francis. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm going to leave it at that in a minute. basic level, we are all afraid of something. Progressives exploit these fears by offering us solutions based on lies and a hunger for power and control. Get the truth with Liars, a new book by Glenn Beck, available tomorrow. Pre-order now at glennbeck.com slash liars. Uh, anybody seen um, uh, Stranger Things? The Netflix uh, series Stranger uh, Things? Jeffy. Yes. Right? Yeah. Rafe and I watched it. Now, it's not a show that I can watch with my wife around because she'll immediately go... Turn that off, language. Oh um, no, it does have it has some language, and and I've had to I watched it with the remote control because there's also some some dicey scenes with the teenagers that he doesn't need to see. What episode? Jeffy, like I'm going to listen to you on morals. Um, but anyway, it is the combination of Goonies. Almost Stephen King's it. Oh yeah, they pay homage to Stephen King. Yeah, uh, a few couple. Um, so Goonies, it. Um, almost the stand in some places. Yeah, they've got a couple. Of, I forget. There's a couple of uh, movie posters that you see throughout the movie too, where they pay homage. And the the soundtrack is great. It's all they're 80s. coming out with. They're coming out with the soundtrack yeah. now. So this this came out a series of eight episodes. It's very Steven Spielberg in its approach. Um, it's about a kids, a bunch of kids in the 1980s, and they got it down. Uh, that are going, uh, that something is happening in their... Small town, Ohio. Small town, uh, not in Ohio, it's Indiana, isn't it? I can't remember. But a small town, and uh, they're going to figure out what's happening, and it's it's fa- just fantastic. Really, really well done. They put it up on Netflix, like, I don't know, three weeks ago, Jeffy? Do you know? Yeah. Uh, it hasn't I, been long. I doubt it. it has not been long. It's been about three weeks. It's taking the country by storm. I mean, it's amazing how... You know how series now really are just like movies. You know, oh, yeah. they're 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 eight hour movies, and you binge on them for a week. And they, th- I was reading last night because Rafe said, "Is there another one?" I said, "Yes." They just renewed. We looked it up for a date. I, I, if I understood the story right, they they only have like an outline so far of like the next season. They they didn't know that it would be picked up for sure. Yeah, this- so they only have an outline. It's so good really luck. good. <laughs> really good if, you, if you're interested. Do you see uh, Jason Bourne this weekend? Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, it's, it was okay. Yeah, that's exactly okay. how I felt. Yeah. It was okay. It was good. Yeah. You know the problem is? Sorry, the director is, you know, a no-war guy. A America is, you know, is the cause of all the problems. No guns. You know, all this stuff. So he can't really... 
he, Jason Bourne can't really go to war with him. You're going to go to war? You're going to stop the bad guys? He's got to just fight his memory the whole time. And how many times are we going to see that? Fighting the memory and see what Treadstone really was. We got it. That was one book, dude. That was one book. (laughs) And it's like 14 movies. We're still trying to figure out exactly what Treadstone is. We got it. We know what Treadstone is. I just thought it was okay. Tanya really liked it. I just thought it was okay. Yeah, it's uh, and and then you've got the uh, the anti gun thing from Matt Damon, which is agonizing, agonizing. Because how many people did he kill with a gun in this movie? In every movie, how, I mean, if you're so anti gun, stop using them in your movies. What, what, what the hypocrisy is is mind numbing to me. He just came out with that statement a few months. Was it a month ago? And and I remember I don't remember exactly what he said something about Americans have way too many guns and it's a gun culture and all that nonsense. Well, and then that's all he does is kill people with guns. Uh, a few he killed with his bare hands. And their excuse <laughs> is always, well, it's a it's a movie, you know, it's I'm acting, I'm not necessarily promoting this activity. Of course, of course you are. Uh, when you yeah. ask them, of you are. I mean, they're constantly admitting, and and this is fine. There's it's their art; they get to do whatever they want with it. But, they ban cigarettes then. They ban yeah. cigarettes. They put in uh, themes of different cultural uh, advancements they, that they want. They make yep. sure that there's no animals ever being depicted as hurt. And if yep. so, they put a big thing on the end of the screen. They make no sure animals there's, were hurt. There's, there's homosexuality in every movie. Star Trek, right? In Star Trek. It was I mean, a come TV on. show, every, every TV show. Every TV show, every movie. you got to make sure. Which, again, is their right. I mean, they're, as they're, yeah. they're artists, they're craft. they get to do whatever they craft. want. But, I mean, it, to act as if they don't think... There is any influence they, they know there is, and they just—they're they choosing the paycheck because they know if there's no guns in there, no one goes to the movie. He took time uh, just ten days ago to praise Australia for its gun restrictive laws and unsuccessful buyback program, while also lamenting that America was not evolved enough to pass gun control measures. Oh, drives me out of my mind. <laughs> Shut up. Not evolved enough. Shut up. Oh my gosh. Here's Tyler Posey. Can somebody look up Tyler Posey? How old is he? He's in He's in Teen Wolf. Tyler I've never I don't know. Uh, Teen Wolf is I guess on MTV. 1991. Yeah, 24. 24. 25. So, he's 25 years old. I will be 25 in October. All right. So, this weekend uh he posed a Snapchat video. Now, for the life of me, Please tell me why you would do this. In the Snapchat, he, is, uh, he shows a picture of where he's at, and it is Gay Street. Don't know what city. And he says, this is me. I am this, and this is me. I've never felt more alive. I'm gay. Except he's not. <laughs> he's not, he's not gay. He came out later and he was like, no, I was just, I just, I was kidding. <laughs> and the gay community is all up in arms saying, you're, you're, what are you, you, you're mocking people who struggle to come out and you come out and you do this. And uh, why would you, I mean, <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, because you're a Hollywood dope. Is that the reason you're, you just don't have enough brains in your head to figure that one out? Yep. He just thought it was funny at the time and went with it. You know that's what happened. Well, he says in, in part two of his tweet. <laughs> part two of his tweet. Although I'm, I'm not gay. Can I understand part 
Uh, can I understand part two if I haven't read part one? You can, <laughs> actually, I think. Okay, all right. You could read part one, too, but it's just the apology. Just, no, there's no. First the apology and then the follow-up. Although I'm not gay, I fully support the LGBTQ community. This was a moment intended to reflect that. Oh, see? Sure it was. This was a moment intended to reflect that? Yes. You haven't had a deep on thought Street. ever, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's true. <laughs> okay. So, The Simpsons. Uh, the Simpsons have come out with a clip. They're on hiatus now, and it's a clip. Um, for the return of the 28th season, can you believe that, in September? And they answer the question in the 2000. Uh, eight Hillary Clinton campaign ad. Um, who do you want answering the phone at three o'clock in the morning? Here's the clip promoting The Simpsons' return this September. I can't. I can't. I can't make love till I've decided who to vote for. Yep, it's the American way. They turn on TV and now see the ad on TV. It's three a.m. and the phone's ringing in the White House. Who do you want to answer that call? Hillary Clinton. Hello? The Situation Room? I'll be right there. Uh, Oh, it's for you. Yes. From now on, it's always for me. Or Donald Trump. Not now. I'm on Twitter. And Elizabeth Warren tweets too damn much. Glad I exiled her. Send. Oh, and put my name on the Lincoln Memorial. Make Chris Christie eat a worm just for laughs. Disband NATO and make me some scrambled eggs and a gold plate. What? Fine, I'll be right there. It's like a team of uh, makeup people, and it's like yeah. a it's like a pit stop at a race. Basically. Trying to make him look good. They put a dog on his head. We're too late. The Chinese fleet is advancing. Just build another wall. Yes, in the ocean, loser. Paid for by Americans who are really starting to miss Obama. Finally, my mind's made up, and so is yours, right? Absolutely. I'm voting for Trump, right? If that's your vote, I question whether I can ever be with you again. And that's how I became a Democrat. <laughs> what, what season would you say that was? 24? 28. 28. Um, I, I, was, I was interested to see uh, this weekend, I, I flipped on Saturday Night Live, which I'm not, you know, I don't watch a lot, but, you know, we're in election season, and it's, it's turned elections, you could argue, in the past. Season 41, episode 2 is on. I'm like, wow, season 41. Flip it on. It's, they're still running reruns. From like the time, like when the when the when the primaries are going on, like has this ever happened before in these yeah. in these presidential campaigns? Yeah, of course. We're in the middle of. They'll, they'll come back in September. September. Yeah, everybody's like, in hiatus. Because I remember when Sarah Palin announced. Now there is a, a weird calendar thing this year because the the conventions are further away from the elections than they were like in two thousand eight. But when Sarah Palin announced, they were on TV. They had Tina Fey. It was a big deal. I mean they. They in, they thrusted you themselves inside of that. Look, it was just coincidence of calendar. Yeah, as I always thought they that up. No, because because yeah. they, they're in hiatus. They're, they're not changing their. They don't they don't come back until the fall. I mean, that's just. You know, I mean, you're on season forty one. You don't have to come. You back don't you don't come back. Until the fall. Until the fall. <laughs> so I I wonder if 
Because with Trump, they, I mean, Trump and Clinton, you've got a former president who they made fun of a lot back in the day. Right. You've got Trump, who they've obviously made fun of a lot over the years. I mean, this is prime time for them, right? Okay. Oh, and it yeah. will be in September. So they're just... Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. But I don't think that they will be making fun of Hillary Clinton as much you. as Donald Trump. I'm sure. So, and now this. Um, David Stockman, he was the director of office management and budget in the Reagan administration. He's written a new book. In it... He said, since we got off the gold standard in 1971, which progressive president did that? Richard Nixon. Yeah, Yeah, wait a minute. He's a Republican. He said, since we got off the gold standard, total public and private debt outstanding soared by 40%. Think of that. Our private debt went up by 40 times, not 40%, 40 times. By contrast, GDP expanded only by 16%. Today, the elites actually think that Obama's 78 straight months of job growth and high stock markets has given evidence that the U.S. economy has been fixed and that the chilling financial crisis of 2008 was some aberrational bump in the road, but it wasn't. The meltdown of 08 was spring training for what comes next. I, I, um, I'm, I'm asking you to really please do your own homework. I'm asking you to to realize that everything you thought you could count on uh, was, uh, that, that was, was solid is now liquid, and that we have trusted the American dollar for, for 100 years. You can't trust the American dollar anymore. You can't trust any of the global currencies anymore. I don't know what's happening, but massive events are going to change the world by 2025. And you will see them unfold. And somebody's got to have something to restart our communities and restart our countries. Uh, You have to have money to be able to survive. What do you have that is of real value? A lot of people say they can't afford it. But if you have a 401k, you can. And there is silver. Silver is also an option that at least gives you some control of your life that you can barter for something. You have something of real value. Gold or silver, I want you to go to Goldline. They're the only people that I trust. Goldline at 1-866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE, 866-465-3546. Read their important risk information at goldline.com, 1-866-GOLDLINE. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Sign up for the newsletter and get all the info you need to know at glenbeck.com. If you uh, happen to be watching us on TV, that uh, uh, piece that they were just showing you of Uncle Sam being burned at the stake um, is from, we believe, the 1890s and the progressive, the early progressive uh, movement in the free silver uh, era that you will read about in uh, the book. Um, liars, which comes out tomorrow. It's how progressives exploit our fears for power and control. And it is one that you need to have for yourself and for your children. 
um, to be able to read. If they're getting ready to go into college, they need to read this. Also, uh, we have great pieces of history that we're going to open up the doors of uh, our chocolate factory this weekend um, uh, here at the Mercury Studios in Las Colinas, Texas. Chocolate? It's a... You know, it's a Willy Wonka kind of, you know, once in a while you get to come in and see the magic oh, of the factory. Right. Um, we have the uh, Liars or Liberty Museum uh, that is um, running this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Tickets are still available. You can go to glenbeck.com, Liars or Liberty. You can sign up for one of the, um, uh, one of the tours. I'm going to be giving tours. David Barton's going to be tours. Um, you three, you know nothing about history. <laughs> We know have, nothing about any of it. We have some exhibits. Jeffy's got some private ones he's going to be showing people. Oh, so it's a little off the right, path, off the beaten but. path. So what happens in a Pat Stu and Jeffy uh, tour? Because do they actually get to see any of the actual history? Usually, what happens is uh, we will walk around and show people things, and usually we'll like grab someone who knows something and have them explain mm-hmm. actual details. Um, and then we'll add in a few of our own things. We'll show them things maybe around your office. I mean, the Douche Hall of Fame um, has to be... Douche Hall of Fame plaques. You know, obviously, be. that's going to be part of... That's usually not in one of your uh, cabinets, uh, unfortunately. No, the Douche Hall of Fame is not in one of my cabinets. We have a little uh, little side museum we put together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have some new exhibits we're going to be bringing right. out this year. Right. So I, I don't worry about your exhibits or Pat's exhibits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do worry about Jeffy's exhibits. Uh, Jeffy's is in a little private room that we didn't even know existed. <laughs> right. You have to All f- of a sudden, the uh, curtain goes up, and there's a glass wall, and something happens beside the, uh, the other side of the glass. And Man, I wish that could happen. No touching. But uh, anyway, Wait. pardon me? Nothing. This is uh, Liars and Liberty. You can go to uh, glenbeck.com, liars or liberty, uh, glenbeck.com slash liars or liberty. Grab your tickets. While you're there, you can also grab the new book, Liars. It goes on sale in bookstores everywhere online today. Grab it. You're going to love it. We'll see you this weekend uh, here at the Mercury Museum at our studios in Las Colinas, just outside of Dallas, Texas. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. You guys, we were just talking about this guy who did the skydive this weekend, 25,000 feet onto a trampoline, no parachute. But apparently these guys hadn't seen the video that I saw. I'm trying to find it now on on, uh, YouTube. He also did something even more dangerous than jumping out without a parachute onto a trampoline. I'll tell you about it right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I, maybe I saw another stunt, guys. Um, let's see. Uh, 25,000. 
because you guys saw him jump outside, right? Yeah. And he oh, yeah. No, no, yes. no. This is not the... This is the stunt? Yeah, that's the yeah. stunt. Oh, this is nothing compared to the other stunt. Nothing. He jumped out of a plane at 25 Okay, so there's another guy that just... Like another guy who did miles it. an hour. Another guy who did it. No way. Oh. Yes. No, I just not. watched it. If I wouldn't oh. have... How can I find my history? I just watched it a minute ago. Um, it, it, a guy is jumping out of a plane, and they put a, they put a tracking device on him, and, um, and it's on his visor, Okay. So he can see, and it helps adjust his body right. to, to make sure he hits it exactly right. But this place made a trampoline in a building. Okay. Okay? He went through the roof in a five-by-five-foot hole okay, with, a, I'm sure with that, 180 miles an hour. I'm sure he, with, he did that without a parachute. Without a parachute. I, I just watched it. Because this is the first saw, time it's ever saw, been done, according to the stories. I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger once jump out of a plane. Can't find it? Your history isn't true. <laughs> and he flew without a parachute and landed on a car in a junkyard and walked away. Oh, right. So, right, I mean, remember I, that? Oh, yeah. right. So, so this guy wasn't the first one to do that. You're right. <laughs> you got, I have to find guy. this. I have to find this. You guys talk. Maybe this guy did another stunt or something. But, if it, I mean... We probably shouldn't downplay what this man just no, did, which we was should not downplay it. It was uh, awesome. He jumped out of a an airplane, twenty five thousand feet, and did not wear a parachute. He hit a net, and if you haven't seen the video, you have to see it just from just being a human being today. It's worth watching once. How did we not? To me, it looks like he almost missed the net. Yeah, he almost they missed said, the net. They said he hit a dead center. No, he did not. He did not hit he did that not dead, hit a dead center. center. No. That was off to the right quite a bit. Yes. And uh, it's frightening that that thing held up for him, and thank goodness. And so the net gives way almost like you'd picture, like it gives way like almost like a spider web, it looks like. Yeah, it was a couple like, hundred feet up yeah. with, uh, by these, held by these cranes, and that's one of the things that he was concerned about is when hitting it and not hitting it and then flying back out. Right, because if it's too tight, he might fly right. back out. If it's tighter than that, he might go right through it. Right. If, if he hits loose, it too he hits loose, the it hits the ground. So they really have to make sure they get that right. Now, he had done, apparently, other jumps with, uh, with a parachute on. Thousands. But he had not used the parachute. Like, he did it with the net, though. I mean, he had done, I think, 18,000 total jumps. Yeah. But he tried to do, um, to test for this, or to prepare for it, he did jumps without pulling the parachute, but, was, you know, but did it all the way down to the bottom. Right. He had, the, he had the, you know, the, the ripcord if he needed it. Uh, this one was one where he just actually did it, does not have a parachute on him. Uh, and the guys that are that jump with him that uh, are, you know, try to guide him and are there making sure everything's OK was uh, was fascinating. One guy reaches out, looks like he's trying to help him a little bit. He's like, no, 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 I'm good. And then at the at the break point, the guys that jumped with him, <laughs> pansies, had parachutes. Uh, they when they're when it's at that break point, man, they're like, you good? You see the thumbs up, okay, and they, you know, they pull that parachute, and he's on his own, baby. I, I see fifty miles an hour. I'm looking right at the one you're talking about, Glenn. Oh, okay. Look, I, I mean, this is unbelievable. Look I don't at know this. Come this, here, come here. Look at this. This is real. unbelievable. Know that it really happened. It cannot be real. That's the thing. Look I, at I, this. I don't know that it really happened. <laughs> How? This How is, is this? Unreal. Watch this. This is unreal, and it shows all the people that and it are... might be unreal. <laughs> it actually might be unreal. Because look Can at you this. You turn up the audio. Turn up the audio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just turned it up. I don't know if they swear. It's 4,000 feet. No, this doesn't look legitimate. It's acting. I 
Watch, he goes through a hole in the roof, which is... Connection oh, lost. That's end of stream. Yeah, this is acted. Oh, I don't no. think this is acted. I, I think, think so this too. is. Oh my gosh! It can't be real. Watch, watch. It's I, it seemed like. Come on! Oh, that oh, looks exactly that. like what yeah. people would do to film it to make it look like exciting. Luke Akins, no. Luke Akins, you are still what the man. Out. Look at that! Okay. Get that out. What? What is the? Where, how'd you find that? I, I, I don't know. Searched man jumps into trampoline. <laughs> Luke Akins dropped twenty five thousand feet without that, a parachute. Looks absolutely or stride real. gum, and it was real. This one was not. Sector six was some good advertising. Uh, to see even more amazing. Uh, this says I'm like because I'm watching that and I'm like, there's no way that's you guys real. are talking about the par- you. you're talking about the trampoline. Guys, he went through a five foot hole in the roof. <laughs> I think that's a little more interesting than the trampoline. You should have seen what so. this guy did in this documentary I saw this weekend called Jason Bourne. Shut he was up! All over the place. Shut I mean, up! This guy, I mean, he was beating hundreds of people. Up. Shut up! <laughs> Why haven't that's the that's the one I watched and I thought that. Why didn't we know about this in advance? You're talking about the yeah. real one now. The real one. Yeah, I don't know. Why I mean, we know about that. We we watched the guy walk over the Niagara Falls and everything else. This and the space one, right? We didn't know about the one from the jump from space, or did we? Was that carried live? Yeah, no, the space one was, was live. Was it? Yeah, yeah. it was. That's a lot How of come this? This should be a TV special. The space one though. Well, he the, used a parachute. <laughs> No, Je- <laughs> Jeffy, you said this was a TV special, right? It was on Fox. Yeah, Heaven Sent. It was, uh, you know, on Saturday. It was on Saturday night. It was great on Saturday afternoon. I mean, I, you know, but perhaps you know, if you'd listen to the Jeff Fisher show on uh, the Blaze Radio Network Saturday uh, nine to noon, Glenn, you might uh, you know you'd have known about it. Uh, uh, yeah, was, no, nobody was, really listens to that. Too busy uh, listening to the Pat and Stu show, which uh, you can hear. <laughs> <Is> it, <laughs> I was actually not doing either of those. Okay, uh, but yeah, I mean. It, I, I remember the guy walking over the, you know, the the Niagara Falls thing recently. He had a couple of specials, and I felt like we knew about them weeks in advance, and they were really big deals. Where this one, I mean, the guy jumped out of a parachute, twenty five thousand feet, and I know Glenn's downplaying this accomplishment now, but <laughs> well, only because I saw a guy do it through a five foot hole in a roof. Yeah, I'm getting posted. Is, that is a that is a fake. Uh, it's an ad. Of course, it is. Yeah, it's a fake. One. I mean, it looks fake. Oh, I don't think it looked fake at all. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Stop it. If you are, if that's what you just pulled out of the video. After everybody's talking about the guy, you know, that jumped, you know, from 25,000 feet and onto a trampoline, mm-hmm. I had no reason to doubt. I mean, how many of those are out there? You can't believe everything people tell you. Exactly right. <laughs> you saying that I'm gullible, that I, I'm trusting? Apparently on the internet, yes. Yes, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, can I ask another, I think, obvious question? Uh, why? 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 Why would you? I understand. Like, um, I want to be the first person to cross the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's you know you're pushing the boundaries and frontiers, and you're you're not starting something. There's no, there's nothing really that's no movement here. There's no movement here. We put a giant trampoline up, and you you it's, it's, fell not, it's from, a net. It's not a trampoline. Yeah, it's you're a net. It. Okay, so you're caught in a big net. Oh, okay, I got that, and that's. Cool, dangerous. I can't imagine the adrenaline that you you are addicted to to make you want to do that. But okay, 
Better than war. A f- is, yeah. Better than war. A Fox TV special is probably part of it, right? I mean, like, if you're a, if you're a skydiver, what is, what's the end game? Other than forgetting your parachute one day and crashing into the earth, what's the end game of that? If yeah, but you- how many people are going to try this now? <laughs> probably one, <laughs> two more at some point. Uh, but it is, I mean, like, that's the, that's the peak of your career, right? I mean, you try, it, to, get, do you try to turn into the guy who's walking the tightrope tight across the... Uh, you'd have to do this. You would have to do this. Yeah, it was broadcast live on Fox channels. That's why. Because who could afford this? I mean, it's not like some guy is like, you know, just a regular schmo that's, you know, doing whatever is, you know, a a parachute. 18,000 jumps. Yeah. Yeah. He's been jumping since he was 12 years old. I know, but you don't say, I'm going to rent four cranes and build some stands. No guy does that. That, You're going to have to have backers. Right. Sure. Well, yeah. like the space jump was uh, Red Bull, and this guy had the stride gum and, you know, the, whatever networks are giving him money for it. Yeah. yeah. So he's been, you know, he was good to go. Plus, he had some cash from, uh, he worked on uh, Iron Man 3, and he's, you know, done some. Uh, if he wasn't such a wuss, though, he would have done it from space. Right? He would have done it from the moon. Yeah, what's this 25,000 feet thing? Do 280,000 miles. <laughs> yeah. See you jump, make the jump from the moon. Right. We'll give you some rocket see shoes. That. We'll give you some yeah. rocket shoes. I think that would. And then we want to see you. We want to see you. And yeah, some will. All the other people will say, I'd burn up in the atmosphere on reentry. Yeah. Whatever. Cry me a river. Sissies. Figure out a way to deal with it. Yeah, Sissies. deal with it. Deal with it. That's what a real scary. daredevil does. Yeah. They burn to death in the atmosphere. <laughs> That's what they do. Right. Our uh, sponsor this half hour is Simply Safe. You've worked hard to buy your house and, you know, put all the valuables in it. The thieves now think that they earn what you have. They're entitled to what, they, what you have, and they can earn it just by breaking into your house. What? That's their job. Who are you to judge? Um, you can stop them from doing that. Get security system uh, that is like having a guard station right at your door 24 hours a day. It's Simply Safe, the home security that will give you protection you need, and it costs so much less than what these other companies are charging when they're drilling holes in your wall. And it kills me. They drilled holes in Pat's wall, they put us all up. Now Pat has Simply Safe, but he also has this defunct security system mm-hmm. still in his stupid house. Yes. Um, and, you know, you don't, you don't have to have that. This is all wireless. You, you can move and take the system with you. So you can rent an apartment or you're living in a house. Take the system with you when you move. There's no reason to keep spending money um, on security systems, especially when it's 40 and 50 and $60 a month locked in contract for years. For the protection that we trust, go to simplysafebeck.com right now and get an exclusive 10% discount simplysafebeck.com that's simplysafebeck.com this is the glenn beck program mercury This is the Glenn Beck Program. Yeah. Um, before we get into um, some Barack Obama uh, stuff, can we just, can you jump out of a plane at 25,000 feet without oxygen? Somebody just wrote into the show and said it can't be done. 
Well, Luke Aikens did. So am I debunking you guys now? Do you guys in your cute Every, little video need to be debunked? Everybody is calling this legitimate. Yes. I, I don't know how that would be faked. I don't, I don't know. 25,000 feet, that is really high. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. I mean, 10,000 feet, that's, you know, that's jetliner territory. So, yeah, really, I mean, this is why it's fastable, right? Let me look up terminal velocity. How fast is terminal velocity? Well, it said here, the one video I have here had him clocked at at least 150. I don't want to be hurling towards the earth at 150 miles an hour. Yeah, that's because you're uh, a sissy. <laughs> I, I recognize that. I think is not. Thank I you. think I'm Guy full of common sense myself. <laughs> I think that's. I don't think there's sissiness involved. I think that's smart. <laughs> uh, wow. Eh, based on wind resistance, the terminal vo- velocity of a skydiver in a belly-to-earth dive, freefall position, is about a hundred, uh, 122 miles an hour. Right. Com- I'm saying now. I'm reading an incredible website called Wikipedia. <laughs> and they say competition speed skydivers fly in a head down position. Head down would be different, yeah. Right. Can reach speeds of 330 miles an hour. Um, the current record is held by Felix Baumgartner, who jumped from a height of 128,000 feet. Yeah, that's, that's our that's boy. A space That's our space guy. And reached 834 miles per hour. Oh, my gosh. Space, our, space, yeah, our space guy was actually on fire. Wow. He was burning up, man. He was rolling. See, I told you, that's what a man does. Yeah. He well, burns up in re-entry. But, but to be honest, again, when you say you call him a man, he had a parachute. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right, Jeffy. Yeah. When you're right, you're right. You Never feel he should have jumped into a glass of water. <laughs> then I'd be impressed. <laughs> he, ju- he comes in, he's on fire on re-entry. Or, or at least a <laughs> And then he lands right. in a glass of water, which puts him out. <laughs> or a swimming pool if you want to give him a little extra room. But it's got to be like an eight-foot eight foot deep. If he's a girl. Yes. Uh, give if, him he, if you're a girl, if you're, you're a, a girl, pansy, give him a, a an eight-and-a-half-foot pool. Not an Olympic-sized yeah. Olympic pool. <laughs> no, no. No, I'll give you the baby floaty pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a real man would do. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that all of my Navy SEAL friends would do. And I don't understand it. Yeah. They, they're just there. They just they they get addicted to the adrenaline. Is there is there anything that would make you jump out of a plane? I mean, besides you know, it's going down anyway. We're all gonna die. I'm not sure I would jump out then. I, I'm not sure either. You'd really have to push me. I think. <laughs> right. Well, with a, to push. You're saying with a parachute or with a yeah, yeah with a parachute. Yeah, have you ever skydive for fun? problem? Do that. Yeah. You'd skydive for. Fun? I considered doing it a bunch of times. So yeah, I, me too. But I just never you know I don't want to pull in the trigger. I remember uh, Jeffy uh, going on the uh, Red Baron plane did, it, down in Tampa. I, I've wanted to skydive for a long time, but apparently, and you can't skydive with, unless you have somebody helping you. You know, and there's so there's a weight limit. <laughs> nobody is nobody's big no. enough to reach around. I, I mean, the guy would Stu and I went to fly on the Red Baron planes. And and they do like the loops, the loops and stuff. and stuff, you know. And I was walking up, and the guy was like, "We're not doing any loops." <laughs> Wait a that was nice of him. I appreciated it. Thank you for his honesty. So you jump out of a plane. Oh, yeah, I would. Yeah, it'd be fun. Oh, I'd never... I jumped out, if you remember correctly, out of a hot air balloon at 400 feet. There you go. On a a bungee cord, right? Yep. Come on, baby. Yeah. That's right. We did do that. We sure did. Well, you did that. I I did I reported it from the ground. (laughs) Yes. You you didn't do that? No, he did not. Wow. Safely from the ground. No, I am not into... (laughs) I do not like thrills. I don't go to Vegas... I don't jump off of things. You did, uh, I mean, you're lying once again. 
Well, I wrote uh, the book Liars. Comes out tomorrow, by the way. Tomorrow, you did jump a bus over a motorcycle, didn't you? I yes, did do we that. Did do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I drove that thing too, man. Not a motorcycle over a bus, by the way. No, 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 no. no, no. Way Everybody does that. Anybody could do. I mean, that we was did done a times. bus over a motorcycle. <laughs> I've waited for. I've waited to do this in Vegas. I want to do this in Vegas. Now we ruined a few motorcycles. <laughs> yes. along the way. Yes, it didn't. We did. Do. It didn't work. You can't get a bus to go fast enough over that little gap. Now, there was only a gap of about, yeah. what, four feet? Yeah, maybe. There three was four maybe feet. three motorcycles there. Two no, I think there was one. one. I know we got it down to Couldn't one. Couldn't get it fast enough, really? Well, no, well you can, enough, but and the ramp wasn't built that sturdily. <laughs> and it, oh, it right. gets up, it gets up and, to the top, uh, and, and then it kind of all, uh-huh. yeah, it kind of comes all apart. So it uh, didn't work. But... <laughs> I'd like to build it, you know, I'd like to build Were it. Were you using a, a full-size bus or a short bus? No, it was, no, it was a full-size full size bus. bus. Okay. Yeah, it took me a while to learn how to drive it, too. But I was, I, I knew how to drive it, and, and I was convinced we were going to make it. Um, but you we, didn't? What happened? You didn't actually? Well, we plowed into it. We, we got a little bit onto the ramp. I was concerned about the space between the ramp because it didn't seem like the bus was strong enough to fly, mm-hmm. you know, over that. And it was just going to come down on top of the motorcycle. And instead, right at the top of the ramp, the, the ramp collapsed on the weight of the bus. <laughs> and the bus and, uh, fell on the motorcycle. And fell on the motorcycle. And kind of, and we dragged it for a while. And then we so I could figure out how to stop the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> there were people asking for a refund? No, it was apparently quite entertaining to watch. <laughs> so maybe we'll do that some, you know, sometime when we go to Vegas. I, I'm not really sure who wants to... Oh, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, when we come back, we have some news about uh, the economy. And it's news that you, you already know because you feel it. Uh, but they keep denying it. And they're denying it because they're going to have a hard time with Hillary Clinton. They're denying it because if a Republican gets in, if anybody but uh, Obama gets in, it's going to fall apart. They've been juicing this thing up, and it it won't last. And we've been telling you the economy is not growing, and uh, everybody else says, oh, yes, it is, yes, it is. Mm, No, we have the facts now. And, in fact, the president has done something that no other president in the history of our country has done. It's yet another record first. We'll share that when we come back.
the Glenn Beck Program. Now let's go through. Um, let's go through Barack Obama having yet another broken record. Um, he is another president to accomplish a first. <clears throat> not one single, not one <clears throat> single year of three yeah. percent GDP growth during his entire administration. Yeah, but not one. But other presidents have done that. Uh, no, uh, not since Herbert Hoover. And, mister, we could use a man like Herbert, Herbert Hoover, Hoover again. again. We got him. And we got him. We got him. We got him. <laughs> Guy who uh, was Barack Obama is the Herbert Hoover in one regard of our generation. He is going to be remembered as the president um, that either didn't do enough or did too much that led to the Great Depression. The next president is going to be the one that leads us through the Greater Depression. Yeah, and it, well, his first year in two, 2009 was minus 2.8%. So he almost hit 3% there. Which, 2009? But, but 3% in the negative. <laughs> <laughs> so then in 2010, it was 2.5% growth, 1.6 in 11, 2.2 in 12, 1.5% in 13. Uh, 2014 and 15 were both 2.4%. And this, this year looks like it's going to be 2.5%. So he's never going to hit... 3% during his entire presidency. Uh, but he brags continually about how well the economy is doing and how he saved us from such incredible uh, recessionary disaster when yeah, it doesn't look like much of a recovery at all. And you uh, started bad-mouthing uh, Hoover, but uh, President Obama is on track to be the only yeah, that's what I saw too. Was the only one you're saying Hoover? Uh, Hoover also had that. That's uh, what. Distinction? That's what I just read. Was that Hoover yeah. had? Uh, he didn't ever have three percent growth either. Yeah, I mean zero hedge is where I read it. It says Barack Obama remains solidly yeah. on track to be the only president in all of ever? U.S. history to to never have a single year single when year. the economy grew by at least three percent. <clears throat> now, as you wow. pointed out, Pat, like he almost hit three percent in the negative in 2009. But the, what what you're sold is that this is. We had that rough period, and that wasn't his fault. He's put his stuff in. It's turned around, and now we're accelerating back to normal, right? We're not. Been hearing that forever. His best year was 2010, which was 2.5%. He's never been able to match 2.5% even since 2010. Um, so, Well, because 2011, is it 11 or 12, was the time for the next recession. It, 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 it's a cycle, mm-hmm. and there should have been a massive collapse in 08 and then i think it's it's around 12 that another recession is supposed to start we're halfway through what should have been another recession right now and you know because we haven't we didn't go through the pain of 08 and we're not going through the quote recession now when this thing collapses it's why it's going to be so horrible listen to this bloomberg european stress tests fail again The latest round of bank stress tests, Europe has missed another chance to undertake the honest reckoning that its financial system needs. Remember, what did Kondrakiev say to Stalin why um, the um, capitalist system was better than communism? What did he say? The economic advisor of Stalin, Kondrakiev. He said that capitalism was better because it goes through the waves and it 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 comes back. But uh, communism doesn't. Communism doesn't allow anything to burn down, okay? Steps in and the... Saves it and props it up. Government props it up. Right. So uh, it says, its latest round of bank tests, 
Europe has missed another chance to undertake the honest reckoning, let it collapse, that the financial system needs. If the continent's leaders want to strengthen their faltering economies, this charade must end. The exercise since 2014, you know what kills me? This is in Bloomberg. Why aren't you hearing this elsewhere? We're, we're hearing this from the progressives, that everything is fine. They are creating a bigger problem. And because they're lying to us now, we'll buy into the person who tells us, no, it's fine, we're going to be fine. The business, this is Bloomberg. The business sector knows it's going to crash. It's going to crash. And you have to let it crash. And um, if it doesn't, it's going to get much, much worse. But the politicians are feeding you lies that we're going to be fine. And then when they get in, they will tell you another lie that they're going to be able to solve it for you and make it go away. The first exercise, the first since 2014, is supposed to ensure that Europe's banks can weather a severe crisis. This means probing their main weakness, their shortage of loss-absorbing equity capital. What does that mean? That means if it's you, how much money do you have in the bank? If you're going to go through, um, let's say you're running a company, and you, you get hit by something bad and unexpected, do you have enough money in the bank to cover your losses and to cover the things you need to do to stay on your feet? Well, what they're finding is the banks should have 10 to 20%. 20 is high, but 10% of, of their capital in liquid assets. So if something happens, they can keep the doors open. For every $100 that they have loaned out, they only have three. So if loans start to default, they can't cover them because they only have $3 for the 100 So there's, there's not enough assets. And if you look at the banks um, where this is happening, it, you know, it's, it's, you know it's, it's, it's not so bad. It's just one of Europe's largest bank, Deutsche Bank, was one of the worst performers uh, its capital fell to less than three euros for each 100 euros in assets in the stress scenario, hardly enough to maintain market confidence in a crisis. Um, and it shows that there are uh, five banks worse than they are uh, and about 20 banks that are about as bad as they are, including Barclays and, and names that you would know. Swiss Credit, Deutsche Bank, Society General, I mean, these are big banks. They're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. So what happens? A reset. A, a, what we talked about in the first hour, if you missed the first hour of today's broadcast, please go back and listen to the podcast. Because what we talked about was this insanity with, with Putin. And Putin has come out and, I'm sorry, WikiLeaks has come out and said they have more stuff on the DNC. And we showed you um, why this is happening. And the media will just tell you this is because Putin is angry with Hillary Clinton because uh, she outed Putin on a rigged election. And so he's just showing that this election is rigged too. No, stop thinking like an American 
he, he is not that petty and that short-sighted. He is a long-term vision guy, and he wants to reestablish the imperial Russia. And he believes that he can bring Russia to be the global power of the world. Whether or not that'll happen, I don't know. But he's also sending signals to China about being the global powers, that it would be a, a, uh, a, a, a by uh, power, what do we call it? Yeah, joint power. Um, no, that's not what I'm looking for. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, when yeah. we were the Soviet Union in right, the United right. States, the, the, the two powers... Superpowers? Yeah, the two superpowers that held things together in balance. He's talking to the Chinese about being that, that yin to his yang, if you will, and, mm-hmm. and be the two global superpowers. That's what he's trying to put together. And when you see who he's working with and what he wants, he wants the West to collapse. He wants the West to go into fascism because his guy, he, that's what Putin wants. But his guy who's advising him how to get it to collapse has just given a speech where he says, we're going to mess with the American elections to accomplish these goals. And his goal, not Putin, Putin wants to be the superpower and destroy America. Dugan is his advisor, and he's very clear. He wants a world of fascists that were worse than Hitler. He says Hitler didn't go far enough. And he believes through all of the millions that they're pouring in all over the world to get these fascists uh, elected. And I do- Donald Trump is the target of Dugan to get elected. But that doesn't mean that Donald Trump is a fascist. That doesn't mean that Donald Trump um, is involved in this. I don't believe he is. I don't believe he has anything to do with this or even knows about it. But Dugan is playing this game through Putin to unseat Hillary Clinton because he believes that Trump is the kind of guy that will destabilize the United States and will go into revolution. Dugan wants revolution in the West because, A, it will go into fascism, but more importantly, he believes that the Antichrist is coming and that he's going to herald in uh, the the apocalypse. So is he some sort of, like, extremist christian yeah he believes in the russian orthodox church and that's why crimea he's trying to get crimea back uh to be the head of the church he talks a lot about uh just like isis the roman army and he looks at the western christian church as the roman army uh and all of us as part of the roman army and he wants the power to go back to Crimea and the Orthodox Russian church. But he is, he's infiltrated many of our churches here in America, but people don't know it. Um, we should look at that special that we did on this about a year ago where we showed the organizations that he has funded and the organizations that he has created here with all happy, you know, who, you know Save Puppy Dogs and Kittens Foundation. Um, this is all a save the marriage, you know, marriage between a man and a woman foundations. And they're giving our churches lots of money to help with those campaigns. They don't know that that money is actually coming from Putin and Dugan. 
And their design is to get you into this program and to be able to influence our churches. Now they're doing it with with our uh, with our elections. Well, you would never. Nobody seems to. Someone nobody seems to care. You would never suspect, though, that a traditional marriage fund uh, would be coming from right from the Russians. Well, you would if you know if you knew who they were. Remember, Dugan. And Putin are the guys who believe in the, you know, you lose your driver's license if you're gay. Right. They've passed a law with unanimous support of their uh, parliament, you know, our equivalent of our Congress, unanimous support that set, that punished just public displays of affection between gay people. Right. So they are massively anti-gay. They, if the world wasn't looking, they will round up just like ISIS. They will round up gays and kill them all. And nobody's paying attention to this. And it, it is, it's why a year ago I issued the warning to the churches. You've got to pay attention to this. You have to know who you're in bed with. And I, I warn you now, you have to understand what is really happening because the world is at play. This is 1914. This is 1939. Borders will change. Countries will change. Countries will fall. The question is, will we? Speaking of Russia, now this, identity thieves have a new strategy. They hack into your mobile phone account, they cash in on your data plan, and buy phones they can sell. Worse, they get into your identity and they get into your bank accounts. Identity theft is America's fastest growing crime, and a lot of that crime is coming from uh, the former Soviet Union, and Putin and Dugan. They, they actually have these troll factories, these troll warehouses um, that are infiltrating our media, our comment sections all across, posing as us, but they are also hiring hackers to not only hack into our systems, but hack into your life. Identity uh, protection is more important than ever before. LifeLock is your, your identity protection that you need. It scans hundreds of millions of transactions every second. If they detect your information is being used, they'll send you an alert. If you have a problem, you don't get somebody from India. You get somebody from America that understands what you're saying to them. And they are in charge of trying to fix with you your credit now. Very different than free credit monitoring, which only alerts you to changes in your credit. This actually helps you fix it, which is Critically important. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock is the best identity theft protection available, and memberships start at $9.99. Go to LifeLock.com or call 800-440-4936. Use the promo code BECK for 10% off your LifeLock Ultimate Plus membership. Call 1-800-440-4936. That's 1-800-440-4936. This is... The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. In his new book, Liars, Glenn Beck takes on some of the most pervasive lies and destroys the false promises of progressivism by taking you through its history. 
Get the truth in Liars, the new book by Glenn Beck. Available tomorrow. Pre-order now at glennbeck.com slash liars. So if you thought the progressivism and Marxism was bad on the inside of the DNC, this is what the media didn't cover on the outside of the DNC. Listen to these communists on the outside. No one should be proud of being a American. And Mm. what is happening here, this empire... Calling for actual revolution. Yet the media never really covers no, they that. Don't talk about that. They talk about the Tea Party. They talk about us as dangerous. But they never talk about the people who are at the DNC actually calling for a revolution. We're in for some tough times. Fun times, gang. Fun times. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.